listen to that song a thousand times and I probably will and 
most of you who listen to these shows regularly know what I research, what I think, what I talk about. And every time I hear that song, it sparks that in me again. And the hardest part of all of this is the realization that this was written and sang by a couple of, actually back then, young men in the 1960s. Stop and think about that. Stop and think about what they saw and why they saw it and how it so appropriately fits with the life we're being forced to live today. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm getting off the path here, so let me say hello to everybody and welcome back to another episode of PLB Talk Radio. title of today's show is Censorship Under the Microscope. And gee, I don't think that's going to surprise anybody. Roger's doing a show on censorship. Yes, um, that would be about as, I don't know, as surprising to somebody if I did <laughs> a show on vaccines. Yeah. The point is, we're talking about the most important things to a supposedly free society today. My body, my choice, and my ability to say what I know I need to say. When both of those have been robbed from you, don't you think it is somebody's task to bring this up, to talk about it, to get to the bottom of it? In a country where, even though they're making attempts to shut us down, we can still get a lot of our word out, especially in places like tldtalk.com. Go there and say what needs to be said. That's a social media platform that adheres to the First Amendment, at least for as long as they let us until they shut us down, in which case we'll probably just open up another one. Yeah, we're encourageable like that. Okay, so again, episode 89 of TLB Talk Radio on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Roger Landry, TLB. Let's find our way through our normal opening routine that we do every single week, such as TLB Talk Radio is sponsored by TLB Project's newest website, which is a social media website called, gee, guess what, TLBtalk.com. Come and join us and say what needs to be said. As usual, before I get started, I'd like to once again say thanks to RBN, to the platform, and to Sam, the show's producer, to Annie at Shake and Wake Radio, who shows who replays this show every Thursday and also is a huge fan of RBN. And um, my show on Wednesdays is Eagles I Report, and that's 3 to 4 p.m. Central. These platforms... And PLB Talk are the mechanisms that give the Liberty Beacon Project a significant platform to get our message out on a regular basis, irregardless of the censorship that is constantly aimed at us. And we will get into that a little deeper. Okay, <clears throat> before I go any further, I'm going to touch on something I touch on every week. Why? Because RBN means a lot to me. John Statmiller main, meant a lot to me. John Statmiller was my partner. He was the media director before he passed away of TLB Talk. Yes, the show that sponsored, I mean, the uh, platform, the social media platform in the TLB project that sponsors this show. And uh, basically what this show is named after. 
So TLVtalk.com, TLV Talk Radio, yeah, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? All right. So <clears throat> do me a favor. Let's do everything we can to keep RVN online. All right? To keep them putting out information that is valuable to you, to keep them putting out information nobody else is going to put out because they're either too scared or they have succumbed to that censorship willingly. All right? Do yourself, do RBN a favor. If you are not somebody who gives a monthly donation, please consider that. And how do you do that? Figure out what you normally donate over the course of the year. If you're one of those sporadic donators, um, they appreciate the hell out of that. But what they can't do is count on it. So when they need to know before they purchase a service that they're going to have the funds to cover that service every single month, then that's what you're giving them. You're giving them security to give you bigger, better better, faster. I say this every week, but it's something that needs to be said every week. If you're somebody who does $50 this month, two months from now, you do $30. Six months from now, you may do $80. Add it all up, divide it by 12. And the next time you go in to donate, put that number in there and hit make this a recurring donation. You haven't spent a penny more, but you've given them the security they need to give you more. If they know this is coming in every single month and enough of you listeners do that, nobody's saying go broke. Don't give any more than you are already unless you wish to. And I strongly encourage that. But take what you average over the course of a year, divide it by 12 and make that a monthly recurring donation. That helps them to help you, to give you even better than what RBN is already giving, which I happen to think is outstanding. So. I waste about two to three minutes, and it's not even a waste every single show to explain this because we want to solidify RBN's spot. We want them to be here for a very long time, and we're not asking anybody to go broke to support that. But if you give them a monthly reoccurring donation, they know what they can count on every month. And I will say this one more time, and then we'll get into the show. That will allow them with that confidence to give you bigger, better, better, faster. Okay? So, please consider that the next time you go to donate to RPN. All right, so again, title of the show, Censorship Under the Microscope. And this isn't a joke, people. But you all know that I usually grab at least one article to back up some of my points. I do have a couple today. One I will take just a small piece from. Another one I will give you a big chunk of, and they're both by the same author because this author is one of the key people in a huge trial that we're going to be discussing. So, as usual, links to applicable references and articles that I may use will be included in an article containing this archive show published every Monday on the LibertyBeacon.com by noon central time. So here we go. <clears throat> okay, opening done. And that's probably the quickest I've ever got through it. Very good. Okay, censorship under the microscope. Censorship has been a tool for tyrants, dictators, and others who fall into the authoritarian sandbox since social communication commenced, since they started grunting the cavemen in patterned grunts 
since they started to understand that, since they started to, oh, you can't say that. Who says that? The big guy in the group, the guy everybody listens to because he'll smack you upside your head if you don't. Of course, we're talking back in the days when human beings had just trans, I don't know, transversed from apes to humans. But when you had communication and you had authority within those social groups, censorship became a necessity in the toolbox of those who wish to take and maintain control. Not a joke, not a guess. Censorship has been around for a very long time. All right, so let's start. With the basics. What is censorship? Because everybody's doing shows about censorship nowadays. I've probably done a dozen of them this year between the several networks I do live shows on. But again, today, it is something that is so in our face, it's insane. In a country where it's not supposed to exist, it makes it even more insane. Which makes it a topic that needs to be discussed, especially as it ramps up. To the level we're seeing it today in America, land of the free and the home of the brave. Yeah. What is censorship? Let's start with the basics. What is censorship? Censorship is the suspension of speech, public communication, or other information. This may be done on the basis that such material is considered objectionable, harmful, sensitive, or Check me out here. Inconvenient. Censorship can be conducted by governments, private institutions, and other controlling, listen to me, controlling bodies. So now we've got the government can do this. Controlling bodies, which are usually controlled by the same people the government is. And it's being done to, I don't know, possibly negate things that may be inconvenient for them. I didn't put that word in there. I read it to you word for word. Okay, so let's read that again. Censorship is the suppression of speech, public communication, or other information. This may be done on the basis that such material is considered objectionable, harmful, sensitive, or inconvenient. Gee, which one do you think the government, which excuse do you think the government is using? And if you say national security in a vast majority of the cases, bullcrap. Why are they censoring us? It's not convenient to their narrative. Did you hear what I just said? And I didn't make up that definition. But the word inconvenient is there big time. As a matter of fact, it's the only word in that entire paragraph that stood out for me. It's inconvenient to a government narrative Thus, you must be shut up or shut down. Anybody who knows anything about the Twitter files, anybody who knows anything about the Facebook files, and I could go on, who says Roger's full of crap, you're a moron. Shut this show up and go away. We have lived through this. We have seen it. People across this planet are talking about, yeah, America's free. Yeah, home of the... This is why I said, yeah, land of the free, home of the brave. Because when I said that to somebody living in Australia, he laughed so hard he dropped his phone. Censorship is the suppression of speech, public communication, or other information. Yeah, 
So, I told you that I had an author who I am taking a piece, a short piece from one article, and both of these articles will be linked. You can see them, like I said, with the show tomorrow by noon um, on the Liberty Beacon. And um, this gentleman's name is Aaron Parody. And I am going to go over several pieces of Aaron's articles, two articles, because a good deal of what sparked me to do this show today comes from several of the articles that Aaron has written. Not only that, but he's part of the trials I'm going to be discussing. Yeah, I'm not joking. The guy we will be discussing is part of the Missouri versus Biden that the Fifth Circuit Court granted a preliminary injunction and the Supreme Court has just agreed or recently agreed to hear that case. The significance of that should have people's jaw jacking down at least a couple of inches. I never thought they would take this case. The fact that they have and the fact that we still have a conservative-leaning court tells me there's going to be some sparks coming out of the Supreme Court, and it won't be too much longer. Will it happen tomorrow? No. Will it happen over the next couple of months? Yeah. So, censorship has been a tool for tyrants, okay, Uh, dictators and others who fall into the authoritarian sandbox since social communications commenced. This is how I started the show. Today we will put this censorship under the microscope. All right. So again, a short takeaway from one of Aaron's articles, and the title of this one is, The White House's Misinformation Pressure Campaign Was Unconstitutional. Was he right? Of course he was right. If he wasn't right, the Fifth Circuit Court wouldn't have put a stay on this, and Supreme Court wouldn't have agreed to hear it. There's so much right here, it's insane. But why? Let's go into a couple of short paragraphs taken from that article. The article, again, is, and this will be linked in the article tomorrow, the White House's misinformation pressure campaign was unconstitutional. We all know that! Don't you think our government did too? But they did it anyway, didn't they? This is what Aaron had to say. The government can say whatever it wants publicly. It just cannot stop other Americans from saying something else. Free speech matters not to ensure that every pariah can say whatever odious things he or she chooses. Rather, Free speech prevents the government from identifying every critic as a pariah whose speech must be shut down. How many times have I told you people, freedom of speech doesn't guarantee you an audience. If you're stupid and everybody knows it, you can stand out in a town square and scream at the top of your lungs. Nothing in the Constitution or the First Amendment guarantees you an audience. What it does guarantee you is that the government cannot keep you from having an audience, which they are. That was his first paragraph. Let's go to a second paragraph, because this is a short three-paragraph thing I took from his article. We 
excuse me, we are all harmed when our rulers silence criticism. And you notice I didn't, he didn't say government, he said rulers, at least in the first sentence, because the second sentence says, our government's self-inflicted deafness prevented officials and their constituents from hearing viewpoints that should have had a meaningful impact on our policy decisions. Instead, government censorship resulted time and again in the silencing of scientifically informed criticisms of, say, for example, harmful COVID policies. This allowed misguided and divisive policies to persist for far too long. In other words, due to government censorship, this is Roger talking, we ended up with far more people harmed than ever should have been. How many died? How many will be harmed for life? How many, and I could go on and on, none of this had to happen. But through government censorship, most people weren't aware of the facts they needed to help determine this should never have happened. So what's his last paragraph? The scope of the current government censorship regime is historically unprecedented. Listen to me because I love this little chunk right here. The scope of the current government censorship regime is historically unprecedented. The present case arguably involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. Did y'all hear what I just said? And it wasn't me who said it this time, but I have said it on more than one show. And anybody who listens to my shows will remember that I have said that. Yeah. The present case, meaning the case they are involved in. Okay. The present case, the one... (laughs) The one he's one of the key players in, Missouri versus Biden. All right? Stop and think about this, people. This is being called the biggest, the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. This wasn't just before World War One. This wasn't just before World War Two. This wasn't just before any war. This was the United States government, okay, putting a totalitarian blanket over the United States called COVID lies. And anybody who would poke holes with scientific data and undeniable research were what? They were censored. You and I were not allowed to hear the truth because it was, here's that word, people, It was inconvenient for our government and what they wished to accomplish with this, which was the total subjugation of America. Not a joke, not an overstatement, an absolute fact. It was inconvenient. My word wasn't a lie. How much stuff from the Liberty Beacon websites, and we've got a few of them, how much from the shows I've done, how much of this stuff has been censored? How much? Not because it's wrong, 
because it's inconvenient to the stance of a tyrannical government. Would you like me to say that again? My information, the Liberty Beacon's information and so many other alternative media sources information was censored, not because it was wrong, but because it was inconvenient to the stance of a tyrannical government. I dare anybody to try and prove me wrong. I will make you look so stupid so fast, you will be sorry. This is the America you live in today. Okay? I have watched, personally, as many PLB Project YouTube videos. And this is still happening today. I just got a message yesterday, an email, stating they had removed another video because it didn't work with their community standards. Of course, that video is three, four, five years old. Those are the ones that they're removing. Okay? What? Hey, look. I guess they're doing damage today, right? Yeah. This is still happening today. Again, they're removing our videos from YouTube. Three to four years after they are originally published because they discuss issues again under the microscope today. If we're discussing things, I don't know, Five years ago, three years ago, four years ago, that have come to fruition today. That video sat there. I guess it wasn't really all that dangerous until all of a sudden this stuff comes back into light. And then I see our videos being removed again. It is probably at the point, and we, for almost 10 years, put videos on YouTube. We are seeing them removed on a regular basis at least four or five a week going forward. And people say, well, why don't you fight it? Because I've tried and it doesn't work. So I haven't put a YouTube video up in almost a year. And I have other places, including being able to store um, audio tracks and videos on TLB Talk. And we'll talk about that in another show. But the point is, they have literally driven us off. Do we still have, I don't know, a presence on Facebook? Yes, we do. Will we maintain one? Yes, we will. Will we put the information we know people need to hear there? Yes, we will. All the way up until the day where they have removed enough of our stuff and they're tired enough of us that they say you no longer have an account, which will mean that for I don't know how many years, 15 years, I don't know how many posts, I don't know how many, we've got groups, we've got pages, we've got, and all of this will go away. Not because we weren't telling the truth, but because the truth we were telling was inconvenient. So, is that under the microscope today? Is it? Yeah. Well, I would tell you that it's not only under the microscope, but we have, pre-Musk, been removed from Twitter. Again, 10 years. Putting all kinds of stuff on there. Gone. Why? Because what we were saying wasn't untrue. It was inconvenient for those who held power. How many of you have heard of the Twitter files? We have been shadow banned and basically hidden on Facebook for, again, publishing the truth to the point where instead of about a thousand replies on all of our groups, all of our pages, there's almost 10,000 people on my personal wall alone. OK. We we were getting 
hundreds, if not a thousand replies or likes across all of these platforms on a daily basis. Today, we're lucky if we see even a hundred with everything combined, all pages, all links, and my profile. We're lucky if we get a hundred. And it's not because people have forgotten us. It's because when I ask them, they say they don't see it anymore. And it would seem from the Twitter files and the Facebook files and how many more that our government has seen to it that our voice is silenced and, I don't know, as effectively as possible to protect and enhance their goals, not the goals of we the people, and to keep them from suffering any inconveniences. Why? Because we say you have to do this, but this clown over here, this PLB project over here is saying if you do that, you're going to end up by harming your children probably for the rest of their life. Don't listen to them. They're lying. Don't worry about it. We're going to take that down. You'll never have to read it again or worry about it again. The problem is what they've just done is done irreparable harm to your children. We'll be back. Darkness, my Softly creeping Left it seems while I was leaving You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Are you 
one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funds. And we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. I would like to let that song play. And yeah, um, it's uh, it, it just makes an imprint on me every time I hear it. And I'm 69 and a half years old. So <clears throat> it's not that I'm, I don't know, into this type of music all that much. But once I had a chance to sit down and really listen to it, it made a permanent impression on me. So that's how it ended up by being the song for the show. So let's get back to um, the article and the show, and let's talk a little bit more about you know censorship under the microscope. I'm going to go over a few talking points that we have discussed and that will be discussed in what I'm about to present you from Aaron. <clears throat> the points that need to be across the point some of these points we've already discussed but these are the vital issues when you're talking about censorship okay first off and not so much part of that but what's the name of this weekly show gee it's tlb talk basically the entire reason for the tlb talk platform is to allow you a place to go where you can overcome this censorship why we don't take any corporate money so nobody's going to come and sit in front of us and say, look, you know, we're giving you all this money, so this is what you need to do. Ah, ain't going to happen. Who supports this project? Those who belong to TLB Talk. No corporate money at all. 
Okay, what is the reason for TLB talk? <laughs> We're talking about censorship. We're talking about somebody who has been on a platform like either Twitter or Facebook for many, many years and who has seen censorship ramping up from something that actually didn't exist 15 years ago to today is regular and expected. Did you hear what I just said? On Facebook today, I totally think it's regular that the Liberty Beacon Project is censored, and I expect to see it. Why? Because what we say is inconvenient to their master's wishes. And who's their masters? Facebook? Yeah. I would probably say that's not so much the U.S. government, although the government is their agent, but I would say the elitist caste. Absolutely. So, why is something like TLB Talk even necessary in America? We are supposed to be the light to the world. We are supposed to be, this is where you come when you say what you know needs to be said and nobody else will let you say it. If I tried to tell that, and I spent 30 years traveling this world, I have friends all around this world. If I tried to give that line to any one of them, they would either laugh hysterically at me or they would ask me when my brain fell out. Because there's very few people on this planet today that believe that America is where you go to say what you know needs to be said or a place where freedom of speech actually exists anymore. There are more Americans because of the censorship who believe that freedom of speech still exists in America than those outside America looking in and know for a fact it doesn't. When the hell did you ever think you would hear someone like me say something like that? And it's an absolute fact. Where the hell are our constitutional protections, people? We have a First Amendment. We have videos, audios, and sworn testimony of the government sitting in front of media companies and telling them what they can and can't do or what they should and better do or what they better not do or else. What the hell happened to constitutional protections? Now, if it was an outside force attacking the government in this fashion, we would all be up in arms. But what we have is the government, okay, behind the curtain, Toto hasn't pulled back yet, producing the most massive censorship I've even heard of since the Soviet Union. No, I'm not joking. Why is our government elected and paid for by us practicing blatant tyranny without anybody either calling them to task or these people literally being fired and going to prison? There's not a question of whether this is right or not. We know it isn't. And it's going to get even worse okay not a joke people it's going to get worse why because not enough of you will get off of your lazy butts and do something 
I'm not so much talking about the people listening to this. You are the people I have the faith in. How many people do you know may be aware of this or don't want to be aware of this or are aware of it and choose to do nothing because they don't want to be uncomfortable or inconvenienced? This is the country you live in today, people. This is not what they taught us in school in the 1960s when I was going to school. It isn't. This isn't the America we teach our children about. Those schools that still teach our children about America and the fact that it's a constitutional republic, not a democracy, which is becoming extremely scarce. Okay. What we're going to discuss now is um, Aaron's article. Supreme Court agrees to hear Missouri versus Biden. Now, that may not mean a whole lot to a lot of people out there because we need to put some pieces in there. But that alone, to me, says a hell of a lot. We have seen the government blatantly forcing censorship on media platforms to your and my detriment. As I said, if they knew for a fact that harm would come, let's just say, for instance, from a vaccine, and they went in and told everybody because one of the biggest influences on our government money-wise and re-election money-wise is, yeah, big pharma. Okay, so if the government goes to any social media platform or any media platform and says, we're about to launch this shot, anybody who says anything bad about it, you shut it down. You're getting a lot of money from us. And if you want to keep getting it, that's what you're going to do. And what we find out two years later is how many people have died that didn't have to die if the information would have been out there. But who has held the government accountable? Who? has held the government accountable for murder or mass damage to the population because they refused to let you put out the information people needed to keep themselves and their children safe. I'm not making stuff up. I'm telling you exactly what just happened. We had a government saying, do not let these people talk bad about this vaccine. Don't let them do it. Shut them down. Get rid of it. Throw it in the trash. Take their accounts and delete them. And what were these people trying to do? We know two years later that a lot of the information that was shut down was absolutely true. And how many lives could have been saved if people like me hadn't had their sent the censorship so bad that all the research we did, instead of going in front of 100,000 or 200,000 or half a million people, we're lucky if 1,000 people saw it. And if a thousand people saw it, I would still clap. But I doubt it. So when your government steps up to decide what is right, what is wrong, what will and what won't be allowed, and it results in massive damage to that society up to and including death, shouldn't somebody be held accountable? OG, Missouri versus Biden. And we're looking at the Supreme Court as agreed to hear arguments over the Fifth Circuit's grant of a preliminary junction in Missouri versus Biden. Now, I'm going to go into this article, and this will be Aaron talking in the first person. 
As I mentioned in previous posts, and I just took a piece of one of those previous posts up and, and gave it to you, but this is this is the show article here. So he, can, I'll continue with what he has to say. As I mentioned in previous posts, the injunction would bar officials from the White House, the CDC, the FBI, cybersecurity, and infrastructure security agency, CISA, and the Surgeon General's office from coercing or significantly encouraging social media platforms to censor constitutionally protected speech. <laughs> is that a mouthful, people, or is that what I just told you? I never expected it to even get through the Fifth Circuit. But it not only did, they put an injunction against the government doing, and that portion of the government, oh, this just, wait a minute. Okay, the government doesn't have a lot to do with this. Why does everybody keep saying the government? It's only the White House, the CDC. They forgot the FDA, the NIAID, the FBI, cybersecurity, CISA, the Surgeon General's office, and who else? Without that injunction, they would have continued to do what they were doing, which was telling people like me that me trying to warn people that this Pharmaceutical product could either kill them or cause massive damage to their children that they would have to bear for the rest of their lives if it didn't kill them as well. But I had to be shut up. And the only person that was allowed to be heard was the person telling you to take a damn vaccine or else. And these are the same people, and you've all heard me say this, who tried to hide over 1,200 dangerous to deadly side effects from those vaccines from you and I for 75 years. But you better trust them, and you better think this guy hollering at you right now is a freaking liar. Don't listen to Roger. Don't listen to this show. Don't listen to TLB Talk Radio. It's dangerous. The truth is, by listening to TLB Talk Radio, you learn exactly how dangerous your government is and the damage it's doing to your family by holding back vital information that would have allowed you to choose, because you have the right to choose what goes into your body, choose not to take a seriously dangerous and deadly pharmaceutical product. Let's go back to Aaron. Aaron, okay, here we start up again with, and I told you he is part of this lawsuit. So he starts with, my fellow plaintiffs and I welcome this opportunity to defend the First Amendment rights of all Americans in the U.S. Supreme Court. We expect to hear from the court soon regarding the hearing dates. It could be February or March. Again, this is Aaron talking, and he continues. The Fifth Circuit panel of judges last month upheld the key components of the U.S. District Judge Harry Doherty July 4th preliminary injunction order prohibiting named federal officials from coercing or significantly encouraging social media companies to suppress legal speech. Well, I don't know if they just told these... And this is me talking. They just told these social media platforms that they couldn't 
censor us on that stuff, but they could still censor us on everything else. Because for anybody who's about to ask, I'm still seeing massive censorship, and so are people I'm associated with on Facebook. Now, Twitter, a little harder to tell because Twitter's under new management, and it is better than it was, but we will have to leave it to time to see how good it actually is. Do I think Musk has good intentions? I think he does. Can I say that for a fact? Again, how many people have heard me say this? I'm going to say it again. Hindsight is 2020, people. We will see. Am I hopeful? Yes. Okay. So, again, the decision of the First Circuit Panel of Judges last month to uphold the key components of the U.S. <coughs> excuse me, District Judge Terry Doherty's July 4th preliminary injunction order the decision vindicating, listen to me, this is what he has to say. This is what Aaron picks up, okay? <laughs> the Fifth Circuit panel of judges last month, I've already told you that, okay? But he says that decision vindicated our claims that we and countless other Americans were blacklisted, shadow banned, deboosted, throttled, and suspended on social media as part of the government's year-long or years-long censorship campaign orchestrated by the federal government. Now listen to me. This is a guy who's involved in one of the biggest censorship lawsuits against the government we have ever seen. This is the biggest, I would say, infraction against a, yeah, a constitutional directive, the First Amendment, freedom of speech, the very first one, and if you don't have the First Amendment, you ain't got any of them. Because if you ain't got the First Amendment, how do you defend your right for any of the others? Stop and think about what Roger's saying. Everybody says, so you can't talk. Well, there's a lot of other things you can do. No, there isn't. Because as soon as you try and defend them, they'll shut you up. You're not allowed to talk. So the First Amendment is massive implications okay the biden administration's censorship regime has successfully suppressed perspectives contradicting government approved views on hotly disputed topics such as weather global warming natural immunity to covid which actually exists but we're being told it doesn't the safety and efficacy of the covid-19 vaccines which we know they're not safe and effective. They are the least safe and effective vaccine ever used on humanity times a thousand. And the virus's origins, which we were being told came out of some bats. Now we know for a fact that it was developed with yeah, Fauci money in China, Wuhan, in the labs. Okay. And what's his last point? And mask mandate efficacy. We know that the COVID-19 vaccines have damaged far more people than they have helped. We know that mask mandates have damaged far more people than they have could ever help. We know that the virus origins were man-made. We know, we know, we know. But you can't talk about any of that. Why? Because you may save somebody's life and they can't have that. You can't have the government looking wrong. You can't have the government looking wrong for having your 
your little children wearing masks almost 24-7 the entire time they're awake. And nothing can harm them quicker than rebreathing all of the toxic stuff your body gets rid of when it exhales. It hits the mask and bounces right back in. The amount of damage being done to us and our children with these vaccines, with these mask mandates, with these lockdowns is far beyond what anybody seriously realizes yet. But hindsight is 2020, three or four years down the road. When we look back on this, we are going to see across the planet. Okay, all of these unexplained deaths that are happening and the numbers are rising daily. Three or four years from now. Will anybody be allowed to discuss what we see? The hindsight 2020. Will you be able to? Because a lot of what we discussed today and we have been discussing will have been proven exactly right. Beyond COVID, the documents we've obtained on discovery demonstrate that the government was also censoring critiques of its foreign policy, monetary policy, election infrastructure, and lightning rod social issues from abortion to gender ideology. Did you hear what I just said? This is what the investigation found out. Beyond COVID, the documents we've obtained... This is Aaron, who's part of that lawsuit, okay? On discovery, demonstrate the government was also censoring critiques of its foreign policy, monetary policy, election infrastructure, and lightning rod social issues such as abortion and gender ideology. In other words, when they tell you it was only about COVID to save lives, they're lying again, and you're believing it again. We are looking at one of the most corrupt, evil, and anti-American governments. And I'm talking about deep state. I'm talking about the White House. I'm talking about the Uniparty. Yeah. The vast, coordinated, and well-documented effort has silenced influential, highly qualified voices, including doctors, scientists, and anybody else who might have had something to say about this. It's not a joke. Anybody who felt that they could come up and give you the truth has either been shut up or is so scared they won't say anything. You have a government that has isolated you from the truth, which could be extremely detrimental up to and including deadly to both you and your family. Not a joke. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm telling you the truth. I'm also telling you that I didn't get through all of this article. I never do. I just take the pieces I feel you need to hear. I'm going to give you one more piece. The Fifth Circuit recognized that the plaintiffs did not challenge the social media platform's content moderation policies. Rather, plaintiffs challenged the government's unlawful efforts to influence and enforce those policies. The government gravely harmed the ability of Americans to convey their views to the public, and it deprived Americans of their rights to hear opinions that differ from the government. Judge Doherty strikingly described the administration's conduct as arguably the most massive attack against free speech in U.S. history and akin to an Orwellian ministry of truth. He was right. And the U.S. Supreme Court must not permit it. I have faith that the Supreme Court will 
not look favorably on this. I really do. If they do, I know that they will consider that the American people, that may be the last straw for a lot of people in America. But I have faith that we are going to see SCOTUS step up and say, this is so far outside of the realm of the powers granted to the government via this Constitution that it needs to stop now. And those responsible must be held accountable. Let's see how much of this happens. Let's see. What did we discuss today? We discussed a government that has no problem whatsoever hiding information from a massive majority of its citizens that would help to keep them healthy. Instead, it will only allow information that could be seriously detrimental up to and including death of you and your children. And they wish to hold that information from you and the information proving that to you. You're not supposed to get that. How many of you have listened to what I've said today? When you have a government that is okay with you dying as long as more vaccines get sold. Does that sound rather brusque from Roger? I dare anybody to say that's an exaggeration after what you've just heard. It's not only not an exaggeration. How the hell can we tolerate a government that doesn't give a damn how many of us die as long as what they want happens? How long do we tolerate this, people? Because you're looking right now at the biggest level of tyranny ever shoveled into your face in American history. You're looking at an attempt to bring America to her knees. You can't have global governance until the cowboys of the world go to their knees. Take a look around you, people. If it's not COVID, it's the border. If it's not the border, it's the economy. We'll be back next week. And again, we'll take it to another level. Thank you for listening. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. 
EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 